This is an 8.3% chance of ultimate victory. This is sometimes punishments consisting of tattoos, eating contests, and random traps mockery. This is losing by 0.6 points on the back of one Tyrod Taylor. This is Pain Production. And today, we're still asking the question, are you guys still playing fantasy football? Sean and Mike are back with me. This is our third installment. We did one right at the beginning, about a quarter way through, and we're just a little bit past a half point mark right here, coming up on a lot of um, trade deadlines in a lot of leagues. I know mine are coming up right around Thanksgiving is usually the time. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, some people have checked out. You know, I hate, I, I don't like those leagues. I, I hope not to be a part that. of those leagues. But some people really do quit. And uh, so, where are you at in your leagues? So let's get a little status update around the board. How about uh, Mike? Let's start with you. How, how are your leagues doing? Better than last year. So, this year, <laughs> I'm, I'm running about 500 or better. So there's some leagues that I'm better than others. And then there's some leagues where I have to roll out a bunch of dudes that I don't know how to pronounce their names in order to try and beat, <laughs> beat somebody and still lose by four points. <laughs> uh, yeah, our matchup last weekend uh, kind of set back football in general <laughs> quite a bit. I mean, AP was my RB2 and and. Brian Edwards couldn't catch COVID, so it was it was a pretty ugly showing on my end. It was. Um, I wear that. I wear that Brian Edwards. <laughs> that was my guy from last time. Yeah, uh, but I figured, you know, well, we'll get into separating, uh, you know, personal feelings from actual <laughs> fantasy feelings there, if we want to talk about the Raiders situation or and so on, but. Um, man, that's impressive. I, I wish all my teams were 500 or better. I'm, I'm not faring as well. Sean, how are you doing? So I have four teams. Uh, I got one that's six and three, and I have three that are five and four. So I, I had some pretty bad luck to start the season. I think my best team is actually one of the five and four teams, the second in the league in scoring. It's really rolling now, but uh, I started one and four and now won four in a row. So that's probably my best shot at actually winning anything. It's going to be that one. So you guys are going to make me be that guy, the only one in the league that has. Ryan, how are your teams? (laughs) I have a team that's six and three. That's pretty much. No, actually, um, I have I have teams that are below 500. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I have one that's four and five. I have one that's three and six. Six and three. I I got it all the way across the board. Um, And then I got one that is. yeah, I'm going to mix in the middle here. I'm at five and four there. So I literally almost have every record except <laughs> like really terrible or really, really good. Um, but honestly, my I, I feel my five and four team is my best team. So I, yeah. I'm digging that. Um, yeah, this past week, I, I one of my leagues, I lost by point six. Oh, man. And yeah, it was um, the Kyler Murray situation. So I love my team. I, I love my team. I don't really want to drop anybody on my team, but due to a uh, coach's strategy or whatever kind of, uh, you know, these guys are on the flight, whatever the coach wants to do, they don't announce that Kyler Murray, everybody knows he's going to be out. He doesn't even have points 
next to his name as any prediction, but I can't move him. I, I'm lucky enough to at least be in a league where you can put players just ruled out in your IR slot. They don't have to actually mm-hmm. be in the IR. But I couldn't move him there until you get that little O next to your player's name. Yeah, so he's, and, he's got the Q until yeah, you know, until 1.30 they in the it. afternoon on Sunday. And everybody on the wire is playing noon. There is mm-hmm. slim pickings as it is. So I can't even wait till close to three and pick up somebody that, that is also playing at three. I had two choices. Take who was the best ranked quarterback at the according to predictions, knew actually thought was going to do pretty well. So I'm not saying I'm blindly following a website here, but Tyrod Taylor wasn't really sold on it, but it, it was an, an immediate thing I could do. Or I wait, put him in my out, and then the only quarterback left was Ben Roethlisberger on Monday night. Oof. Ultimately, Big Ben would have taken me to the to the W, but uh, I, I yeah, that that's where I was. Um, I figured like the chance at eighteen to twenty points was greater than what I thought. You know, Ben was going to maybe get thirteen or fourteen, so I I, I, I threw the dice ben. and lost. Ben had that Q around his name too for Monday. So yeah, you, you that's didn't true. know if he was going to play. You knew he was going to play and you knew what he was going to look like when he played, but he limped through another one. Yeah. He, he doesn't look good he, when he's like, there's nothing next to his name, but uh, Friar Muth's been, and been helping out. And so as you know, Harris, it was a tough decision in, in, in a loss. So I still got a little anger about that game last night or two nights ago now. Oh, Feels like game. feels like it was just ended, so I still got some anger about that game. <laughs> the fire muth. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Fire muth. Yeah. I, I started him in one of my leagues because that's how desperate I am in some of them, but he came through and like it's another one of those dudes I started. I don't know how to pronounce their names. He made yeah. a crazy catch on that last drive that, that yeah, kept it yeah. going and got them into field goal range. That was a horrible pass by Ben that he kind of fell backwards well behind him and picked it up off the ground. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan. I yeah, like him now. He's a, he's a decent <laughs> he's a decent tight end. He uh, Yeah, I, I, I have him in our league, actually, Mike. Uh, but I, I can't bring myself to bench Higby. I'm, I'm too, you know, and Higby's been not very good at all. But <laughs> he's getting, like, almost as many red zone targets as cup is for the, for the Rams. It's just never connected, but he's bad, but it, but the, it's laying there in the cut. You got the Rams. I know, man, it's, 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 it's a, it's a personal problem here. You got a rookie tight end, you know, that you think is, is got a nice hot streak. Does that continue? And then you have this guy in one of the best offices in the NFL getting like double digit red zone targets. And you know, the second you bench him, he's going to get like three touchdowns. It's just, it's just, I I would rather have Dan Arnold than Tyler Higby right now. Well, (laughs) for consistency, that's how little I like Tyler Higby. (laughs) <laughs> For consistency, yes, but I mean the uh, the blow up game is laying in the cut, and he's not been he's still been a decent enough. He just never has the boom games. He's always steady, like seven to ten points. So the, the boomer bust is all bust right now. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe but it's time to let him go. No, <laughs> maybe it's time to stop chasing. <laughs> no, I, I refuse to. I refuse to because. Uh, that offense. I mean, he's tied in 13. He's averaging 8.8 points. It's not good. It's not great. 
but that whole team is 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 pretty rough as as itself. That was the team. Well, before we get into draft strategies and all that stuff, to for you guys to be where you are in your records, um, it can't always be done on the draft. Mm-hmm. So, what have been your favorite pickups and or trades you've made to this point to get here? Maybe just a couple. Of, it doesn't have to be, you know, the league winner, but that that move you either made that was shrewd and paid off or, you know, the, the trade that you you know you won and it has paid off already. So I have a league. I have two leagues, actually, that have uh, scoring, including kickoff return yards, kickoff return, okay. punt return yards. OK, uh, so week one, I looked at my my running backs and I was like, oh, I got a lot of injuries. I'm like, oh, they got Cordero Patterson as a is a running back. Okay, yeah. So I was like, I know he's going to return kicks, and you know he might he might get a couple catches, he might get a couple rushes. Uh, let me pick him up and throw him in my one of my three flex spots. Uh, I certainly didn't expect him to end up, you know, so far this year being like wide receiver two or whatever he is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that one I, I will I will not claim some some. Zen with knowledge yeah. that I pulled out of my ass. Uh, that was that was pure luck based on I got to find someone who gets some kickoff return yards because my my running backs suck right now. But yeah, yeah. I, I lucked. I fell backwards right into Cordero Patterson this year, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> so was that actually? Did you draft him or did you pick him up? I picked him up early, uh, end of early. week one. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, right before he blew up. Yeah, end of week one. <laughs> so you didn't have to pay through the nose or you know. I paid minimum. I picked him up, I think, on like a Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's the RB7 in full PPR. He's averaging uh, almost 20 points a game. It's insane. I know. I know. But it's also how bad Mike Davis is, and his name might come up later. Mm-hmm. That was a guy that I was, I was hard passing on right. early on, early on in, in drafts. There's always one every year where you're like, that guy's just he's getting yeah, drafted no in the fourth round because he's got yeah. a great situation and he's just not good. That was Mike Davis this year. I was like, I, I got no no feelings for Mike Davis at all. Right. <laughs> we saw no, him on no. the Bears and yeah, he was he was all right. We saw Cordell Patterson on the Bears too. Right. <laughs> we didn't see nothing. <laughs> I was the jackass that uh, drafted him super high after his rookie season. Think he was going to be the next do it all player and do kickoffs, you know, end arounds. You know, his rookie season was so electric. And that that pretty much crushed my whole season. Yeah, he had a couple of kickoff return touchdowns that rookie season, didn't he? Like, I think his first. Oh. His first kick return, I think, was against the Bears in Soldier Field, and he had a kick return touchdown. Is that right? I don't remember <laughs> awesome. that. Journey. I got to look that up now. I just well, you know guys are talking. Was, I'm going to look that up. It was super efficient, and it was <laughs> like he was scoring like double digit touchdowns as a rookie from everywhere, and everybody was it was putting him up high. I I can't even go into that. Uh so uh, any trade, Sean? While you keep looking about, I'm in I'm in bad leagues for trades, unfortunately. Um, I have people that, that, happens. that don't like, I have people that offer bad trades um, <laughs> and like the most ridiculous underwhelming, like trade possibilities. Like I, I've, I try to engineer trades. I love trades, but it's like, all right, how about this guy for this? And it's like, no, I want your number one right wide receiver right. for this, or I'm going to offer three pieces 
that you would never start once for your your second best player. So I have z- I've had zero trades in any of my leagues so far this year, wow. which is really disappointing because I love trades. Yeah. No, there are. There's always the one that it needs to be so lopsided in their favor before they'll even consider it. I'm gonna see if I can find the one, the one. Because <laughs> uh, I, I sent it to, I have, I have a mutual friend in one of my leagues, and I was like, "Can you believe this dude just offered me this?" Um, <laughs> hang on one sec. That's all right, man. You oh, got some oh, research oh, oh, oh! Here you that. go. Here you go. Here you go. This is a, um, this is a dynasty league, so okay. it's full dynasty. You own this person for the rest of their career. Uh, for Jonathan Taylor, three weeks ago, okay, I got offered Kenyon Drake, <laughs> Calvin Ridley, and a second round pick. Wow, wow! <laughs> and the second round pick is the is in a, is in a rookie draft. It's not like you get you know running back twelve in this. It's the the rookie draft yeah. next yeah. year. You right. get like running back six of the rookies. You get Trey Sermon is what you get. <laughs> right. You know? I got I got Kenyon Drake, Calvin Ridley, and that for Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I literally laughed when he sent that. Joe, you if know. you're listening, that was a shit offer. <laughs> you know, actually, Drake hasn't been that bad the past couple of weeks. And, you know, it is a dy- no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sell it. Um, so, Mike, how about you? What about any waivers or trades? Uh, or my both. best waiver, my best waiver has been uh, Elijah Mitchell. Nice. So yeah, I uh, that's a good one. I picked him up one Sunday morning when Adam, Adam Scheffler said pick up Elijah Mitchell. So <laughs> I just went and got him in every league because Scheffler said it. So hey, that's not a bad resource right there. Yeah. I uh, I I I did have you know unfortunately some shares of the aforementioned Trey Sermon. So I'm like Me too. You know what? I'm good. I'm like, I'm not going to dive to get Elijah. I'm, I got the guy now, so it's fine. And uh, yeah, so you win that. I was round. pretty wild about Trey Sermon at the beginning of the year. I, I really yeah. liked him at Ohio State and thought he was going to be the dude. So did I. That's why so, I drafted him for so later. Obviously, you guys have him on your team. Does it make you mad? Like when all the other players around him get projected <laughs> points and he gets nothing? <laughs> like they don't. Oh, I, dump, I dumped play. him a while ago. Like I, I saw the writing on the wall. You get in Shanahan's doghouse and you're kind of done. So yeah, I I dumped Trey Sermon in pretty much every league that I had, except so for I the, still have him sitting one. on my bench that I, I have think, Elijah yeah, I Mitchell too. on. And like, <laughs> just looking at it, like I'm just like they don't even give him like a point one chance of scoring anything. <laughs> they know he's not going to play. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I, I also I. I match him up with my shares of Tyson Williams that I that I started. <laughs> Tyson Williams, yeah. And it still makes no sense to me, but I mean the guy's been the most talented runner on the team, but they just can't. I mean, Freeman's been okay. He, ah, I just, yeah, I got I got a few shares of those. So and what about any trades, Mike? So best trade, I uh so this sounds stupid at first, but I'll tell you. So I traded away Jamar Chase. Uh, what? There you go. This, Lamar it's not Jackson. a dynasty, I take it. Not a dynasty, right? This is a two-keeper league. So I trade oh. away. But, but hold on. Let me finish. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to finish. So I trade away Lamar man. Jackson. Let me finish. Lamar, Lamar Jackson and Jamar Chase. Jamar. And then I got, uh, in return, Michael Pittman. Okay. Alvin Kamara. 
Okay. And his fifth round pick of next year. And it's a two keeper league. So he loses his fifth round pick. All the prime players are right around that position. But my return on it has been, I had Joe Burrow as my quarterback already, my backup quarterback. So I was okay. just going to elevate him to the starting position. And then I have Jonathan Taylor as my running back. I put him with Kamara and then I put Pittman in, who's going to get lots of volume and is getting lots of volume. Yeah, no, he's and been really impressive lately. I got on my bench. I got Dawson Knox coming back, but I've used Faramuth. So like, it's just a strong team overall. Yeah. So then yeah, yeah. when I throw that mix in like Jamar, I don't know if he's going to go up or down. Like I'm trading him while he's hot, but Pittman, I know is yeah. the number one receiver in a Colts offense that can move the ball. So I like yeah. it. And what was uh what was your running back two before Camara as well? So that's so gotta be a, got, a pretty oh, yeah, large I've, upgrade there. So I've got Chris Carson in the IR. There you mm-hmm. go. And then I've been running Dearness and I had some mid-tier running back in that's the a pretty middle. Good upgrade. So, yeah. Yeah, solid so upgrade. I think that I think that's really the extra component there is is bolstering that RB2 position. I mean, in the in the actual rankings, you know, the way Pittman's come on recently, they're not far away from each other. I, I have uh, mm-hmm. Pitt, Pittman seven where Chase is three. They're only separated by 18 points in PPR. And Pittman's averaging 16.3 to Jamar Chase, 18.7. I, when you, you know, I like the way you led that off because when you do say it, I mean, everybody – He's having like a record-setting rookie year, even yeah. a, a year after what we saw with Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the the initial stun is like what? But and that then, is that's part of like the key, dude. Yeah, I don't know where I drafted him, but I didn't draft him super high either. Exactly. So like, I felt like really good about it, and then Burrow, like if if he's making it, I feel like I'm still going to get some points from Jamar Chase having a good year. Right. So. That's true. That's true. Eh. And there's, you know, this is the only sample size we have. So, I mean, like, you know, you never know if he's going to stay that hot all season. Odds are, you know, it's 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 very possible. But I also like a player coming on hot who you said is pretty much the number one option. He is the number one option. But I mean, like mm-hmm. you know, people were worried with Hilton coming back. He might lose some targets or whatever, but he's still well, the main Pittman's guy. Still the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey boys, I, I, I have I have a Cordero Patterson update before Here we uh, go. before Ryan gets to his thing. <laughs> no, perfect. I was close. Uh, it was it was not Cordero Patterson's first game. It was his second game. Oh, geez. It was the opening kickoff. Yeah. At Soldier Field, kicked off by Blair Walsh. Cordero Patterson had a 105 Classic. yard kickoff return touchdown. The Bears went on to win it 31 to 30 on a 10 second to go touchdown. Jay Cutler. To Martellus Bennett. Those were the days. That was September 15th, 2013. Uh, I miss Martellus. I, me too. I, Marty was one of my favorite NFL players of all time. No <laughs> doubt. The orange Absolutely. dino, the black unicorn. <laughs> yes. One of my favorite dudes of all time. <laughs> it was so much fun. Ryan, what all about right. your teams? What about your uh, waiver ads trades? I don't have like the big, the big boom one, but you know, I play in a lot of fab leagues. And so I was really happy when um, when David Montgomery went out, everybody hit the wire hard for Williams, you know, and everybody's like, oh, I, this is going to be a great opportunity. We've already seen him. 
and I didn't want to spend that much fab. And I think mm-hmm. this just helps being a Bears fan. I, I, I've seen Herbert play. And while I didn't think he was going to take over the role, I figured the way that the splits were happening with Montgomery and Williams, even if he can get 30% of the carries and maybe they see something, it might inch up during these games. And uh, I either picked him up for a dollar or $0 like across the board because everybody just went hard mm-hmm. after Williams. And that paid off really well for a few games. So yeah, that one for, from a thrifty standpoint and, and effectiveness, you know, to oh, get yeah. you through some, some tough he bye weeks. Great four weeks. Mm-hmm. And that and, was through heavy buys, like the whole oh, by yeah. NATO. And so like, it was just an unexpected, like plug and play, just not forget it, you know, worry about that position for a few weeks. Man, and I look at it, how he played. I mean, I, I think going forward, if I got to own one guy long-term in that Bears backfield, it's Herbert. It's not Montgomery. For I like think, a dynasty, yeah. Yep. Like next year, I think Herbert's going to be your dude. If not next year, then middle of next year, Herbert's going to be the dude. Yeah. He's Montgomery. like the A.J. Dillon stash. You know, it still has some value mm-hmm. now, but in like two years, it's going to be like, oh, you, you, you got a round one player back in yeah. the day. I, I think you he realize- really good. The Bears are like a running back factory. <laughs> if you look around the league, how many former Bears running backs Jordan are Howard's starting running off. backs right now? Yeah. Yeah. Howard, Jordan, Patterson. Howard. Like we could just keep going. Like they're Mike everywhere. Davis. Mike Davis, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I mean, they do put out some running backs. So that's like mm-hmm. crazy. So like when you went and got Herbert, I had Herbert and I had the balls to play him. So I, I ended up trading him in his second week of being hot. And I got like another running back off of it that I felt had higher potential, but yeah, that's pretty dope. You didn't name that person, Mike. Yeah. I did it intentionally because Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. Miles, oh, Miles, yeah. whatever his name is, is on IR right now, but I've got him coming. So we'll see. Yeah. I still they're... think that's, that's a good hold though. I think he's Maybe actually he'll think, pop off. Yeah. I think they're committing to the run and they have a, a, a really nice second half of the schedule. I think he might oh, come We'll get to that right later. Here. We'll okay. Later, Ryan Leskis. Okay. And uh, <laughs> when sticking with later. The, sticking with the Bears themes, I'm going to go ahead and uh, well, the one trade I haven't made too many trades, and the ones I have been have made been pretty minor, but um, I went wide receiver heavy in most of my leagues, and that probably reflects in some of my scores. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a strategy. And, um, but I mean, when, when, Devonte goes out with COVID and then his quarterback's gone the next week or the Chiefs forget to play football or, you know, Ridley, you know, is going to go um, get himself better. And we hope he does. But mm-hmm. when those things happen, when you're counting on those players, your running backs are, are, are pretty terrible. Um, another situation, a player I had a lot of was Lockett who started yeah. off hot. And then when Wilson got hurt, I was like, uh, this isn't it. Like I can't, <laughs> this, this isn't it. So, um, I, I got lucky and, and I'm, I'm pretty running back deep. And so, um, rich or, uh, J Rob from Jacksonville caught on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at that point I had Najee Harris, Joe Mixon and Robinson. So I'm like, this could be risky, but one of these guys is expendable. And then I thought about Montgomery and that someone's not playing them right now. And I was like, I'm going to get a wide receiver upgrade and Montgomery who I don't have to play for a few weeks. 
And then so I, I, I gave away Lockett and Mixon and I got uh, Montgomery and uh, Jefferson from Minnesota to upgrade nice. my wide receivers. So now I got Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson and um, very nice and DJ Moore, who unfortunately fell off the planet. But hopefully the quarterback change will bring him back. But uh, it's, it's, it's a, a nice spot. wide receiver core. And, and so now I still have Harris Robinson. And now with Monty coming back with another also favorable schedule, I'm liking where I'm sitting in that league. Mm-hmm. Lockett's Sounds one of good. those that uh, started strong and then just fell off the planet. Uh, I yeah. have him in one of my leagues and didn't start him that first week. I was thinking about him in the flex second week. I'm like, all right, you know, he, he popped off. I'll start him in that second week. And then I wrote him for like four weeks after that, that second week was good. And then it was like mm-hmm. three straight weeks of nothing. Uh, and then of course I didn't start him this last week when he had whatever he had. 12 catches or whatever it was. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. I checked on that game and I'm like, of course, of course he's got 12 catches today. Well, all right. Those are some, you know, we are all still making moves. As I mentioned earlier, you know, mm-hmm. um, trade deadline is coming. So there's still, you've got some that you think are contenders, some teams that you, you know can get you there, but you might have one hole. It's, it's now time to make the move. The, the waiver wires are thin, uh, I know you remember the enthralling Detroit wide receivers conversation we had last episode, <laughs> um, which I have another scenario for you at the end of this uh, podcast, but um, the wire was real thin this week. I mean, mm-hmm. it was scraps. So, I mean, the, the way to make a move right now is to trade. So is there any players you're looking to buy low on or make a move for that you think will help fill a slot for you? Mike, you go first. Uh, so I like uh, the Colts offense. Uh, so I'm trying to get some of Hines as well. And I'm trying to get him mm. like he had a good game last game. Well, sure. He had one, one good play the last game, but he looked strong. So I want him. Um, so I'm trying to get him. And then like we're making fun of him, but like Drake wouldn't be a bad play right now in a PPR. Yeah just because a coaching change and it seems like they didn't give up on him. So they're trying to get him in the offense. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, like it's going to take like 15 injuries, but uh, more from the Cardinals. Rondale. Uh, Rondale. Yeah. Yeah. He gets the ball a lot, um, but they're all screen passes. And like, I want to see him throw to him and I want to see what he can actually do. Well, yeah, and I think with Heinz and, and Moore, you can buy relatively cheap. So that's another good thing about mm-hmm. it is you can swap. Like like I have Marvin Jones on my bench, and he's been a, a really frustrating player because, he, <laughs> you know, he's the number one. He had like two really good weeks, but mostly it's mediocre, and he's connected to Jacksonville, and you know it's bad. Right. I don't ever want to start him, but he's there just to, <laughs> in case of emergency break <laughs> But I feel like that's someone you could flip for Rondell Moore because someone would have yeah, the Higby disease and be like, well, he does have a good game coming down the road. So <laughs> maybe I'll pick him up. And yeah, if you want more, if you want Heinz, yes. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like those deals can be made if you got a, a feeling about a particular player. So I dig that. Sean, where are you at? So for right about now is when I kind of switch my, my trading philosophy. I early in the year, I typically go for underperforming studs 
Mm. Uh, sometimes that pays off. Sometimes that doesn't. Sometimes you, you get stuck. But now I'm looking at good finishing schedules. I, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. I'm going to be in the playoffs and I'm going to try to win my playoffs with a trade here. So I went through and looked at each position and I'm like, okay, who's a guy that could sneaky win me a league that's not going to necessarily cost me an arm and a leg. So at QB, I mean, you're, you're never going to get Kyler, but Kyler's got a great schedule to finish the, the season. He's got Detroit, Indian, Dallas. Uh, you'd have to, to blockbuster trade that up to make that happen. But I don't uh, know, man. I don't know. I, you know, I don't want to interrupt before you're done, but people are really frustrated with Kyler right now. I have an I would, owner. Myself. I would go all in on Kyler right now. If I, if I had the opportunity to add him, I would go all in on trying to bring Kyler. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think you're going to have to pay as much as you think you are. Um, I Maybe think not. even because there are people that are, you know, they keep wondering if he's ever going to run again. He missed a game, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then he had a few mediocre games before that. So um, I'm holding on to him because I, I have faith. I picked up like Taysom Hill as like just a, somebody <laughs> to, just to sit on to experiment with, you know, he, he did have a bunch of QB one performances last time he was a starter. This was also before Thomas decided he wasn't going to play right. this year. So, yeah, but I'm saying I, that's my only backup. That's how much confidence I have in, in Kyler, but I, I think you might be able to get him relatively cheap, man, but keep going. Uh, I think a little bit cheaper option that I think has got a good, Last three weeks is Jalen Hurts. Uh, he's got Washington twice, and he's got the Giants. Uh, I think you could probably get him for a lot less than Kyler, and he might be if you're if you're going to be one of those people that you know you're heavy running back and you're looking to trade. Maybe you're running back three. There might be somebody else's running back two. That's a guy that you can grab. I think probably with someone you know in a in a decent running right. back fifteen to twenty five range. Uh, speaking of running backs. The, there's two guys that I would look at. I'm not going huge swings with either one of these, but uh, we talked about him before James Robinson. Yes. He's got Houston. He's got the jets and he's got new England. Uh, all three of those are pretty favorable run defenses. Yeah. I'm kind of excited about those myself. <laughs> and then uh, Daryl Henderson has Seattle, Minnesota and Baltimore. Minnesota and Baltimore are actually pretty, pretty loose defenses this year too. Yeah, surprises. Uh, so if you're looking to add a running back, that's a guy that could get you running back one production out of a running back to slot pretty easily in the last three weeks. Uh, wide receiver, uh, Jalen Waddle, I think, is a guy that can okay. blow up at the end and win you a league. He's got the Jets, he's got the Saints, and he's got the Titans. So the, the Jets are the toughest of those three matchups against against wide receivers. <laughs> True. To let you know how bad those other pass defenses are. Uh, I go I go heavy on Jalen Waddle right now. Also, Devontae Smith, for the same reason as Jalen Hurts. You got Washington right. twice, and you got the Giants. Washington, out of nowhere, is one of the worst pass defenses in the league. Hurts uh, and Smith seem to have a pretty decent connection, even though that's still kind of a cluster. When it's a favorable matchup, yeah. Yeah. Offense is horrible. And then a tight end, <laughs> I think a guy you can get for cheap right now uh, that could be really big down the down the stretch is Noah Fant. Okay. Uh, he's got Cincinnati, who's okay. He's got in, in your semifinal week, he's got the, the Raiders, who we absolutely torched in week six. 
Uh, and then he's got the Chargers, who are bad against tight ends. They're they're bottom five bad, I think. So Noah Fant is a guy you can sneaky add. Like if it were me, I'd be looking at like see if I can get Fant and Waddle for an okay running back that's got a bad schedule, uh, <laughs> or Fant and and Hurts for a running back. Get two guys that can win you win you your league potentially if you got spots you're looking to upgrade on. True. What um. Do you worry at all about Hertz possibly being benched? I've been, I know there's been the rumor mm. that they might get Minshew in there at some point in time. Like if they really start circling the drain, that's Maybe. my only fear there with Hertz. I, I don't know what they're playing for though. I, I mean, are you going to really play out the string with Gardner Minshew? I mean, it's, it's possible. Well, if in which case, you know, I mean, it's, it's a sneaky ad right now. You can do, not even a waiver ad, but you know, a Friday right. ad. If you got a spot in your bench, throw Gardner Minshew there, and he might be a guy that that can win you a league down the stretch. But I still well, think Hurts oh, gets right. you such a good combination of of running and passing that yeah. if he's yeah. playing, even if he's not playing well, he's getting he's getting good points. I think he was oh, yeah. like quarterback six, and he's not very good. He's a much better fantasy quarterback than a real quarterback. Very I mean, much that's, so. That's that's yeah. the truth. But yeah, that's my only concern because they got a ton of draft picks next year, and it looks like Dallas is going to run away with this, the division. And so, like, it's, I don't it's know. not going to be a good year for for quarterbacks in the draft either. They got it's a bad year to, so, to need a quarterback, right? So that's why they need to figure out what they have in Minshew if he can patchwork. You, you know, know what you through. have in Minshew. You, you He's good enough. Minshew. If you put enough around him, I think Minshew could take you to the to the promised land. If you need Minshew, is poor man's Andy Dalton. <laughs> no, he's he's a poorer no. version of Andy Dalton. He's, he's not good. He's no, he's not. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Yes, Andy Dalton was not is not a bad quarterback. No, I didn't say he was, but he's better than Andy Dalton. No, he's not. All right. <laughs> he's bad. Gardner Minshew is not good. We'll see. He's he's Chad Pennington. <laughs> Come on now. That's just <laughs> insulting. Um, all right. So, yeah, let's get back to the schedules then. So what about on the flip side? You know, you mentioned those schedules. And this guy's a different breed, and he's just coming back from injury, and he's a lot of people's RB1. Um, McCaffrey coming off of a, a promising Ooh. a promising week looking good supposedly back from injury but you never know anybody that owned him last year realized that when you think he's back he might not really be back he finishes up the season with buffalo tampa bay and uh and new orleans three of the yep. best rush defenses i mean he, he catches enough balls you know to probably always be relevant but i mean tampa bay's owned him um he's really been bottled up as far as rushing goes. I don't know if any of you guys have him, but I don't. Um, oh, hell no. But if you did, would you consider be trading him? Yeah. Yes. I think right now is a great time to sell high on McCaffrey. Right. Uh, based on exactly what you said, he's you're, you're going to get a ton for him. I and mean, he was the number one pick. So you can get a King's ransom for him right now. And if I'm leaning on him to be my one of ones at the end, I don't know that he's going to do that. No. And yeah, and that's where I'm at. So, I mean, you know, for the people listening at home, um, since I don't think any of us do own him, 
it might not come up, but that that's definitely something I would be doing um, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Cause inevitably you're kind of, if you lost them and you're above 500, then you've got a really strong team. <laughs> so yeah. um, that put a big hole in a lot of people's hearts. So I know you want to feel connected once again and, and have them make you whole that you invested all this, had them on your bench and hoping for this moment to come, but the, the best he could do for you is maybe flipping him for, for, you know, two or three players, even depending on how giddy someone is or someone that, you know, has a team in second or third place that thinks that will put them over the top. You know, they might, give you could up. get a ton for him, right? Right. Now. Yeah, so, I would have yeah. traded him after the first game. <laughs> like, you know, he's not going to make it. And then they're, horrible quarterback situation now is about to go down. They they asked if they were interested in bringing Cam Newton back at one point. Oof. So Yeah, that's right. I, I, I don't know. Like I, That's a major I just, oof. If they keep losing, like they're going to shut him down. They, they're not going to risk that injury. So, yes, this, this podcast is 100% trade Christian McCaffrey right yeah, now. I know. And a lot of people, you know, that's like verboten speak in a lot of circles, you know, it's like He's finally back. No, man. I mean, he is. And he'll right. probably yeah, put now's up the time. Big, he'll put up some big weeks. But you're lucky he performed as well as he did on this week to get get him out now before he uh, you know, he hasn't even played a full game yet. But he looked promising enough that you'll be able to get plenty for him on name and then that performance alone. Mm-hmm. I picked up a lot of Hubbard too. Like that was the one thing about piecing together my season because I did get a lot of running back injuries trying to trade those rentals is so hard because you mm-hmm. want to be able to get just something for them before, you know, they're going to be irrelevant again. And that was the way I also try to build up my team with little pieces. Cause like after one good Hubbard game, I'm like, I got to trade them. So I only got like two, two games left maybe. So that's always something to do when you, when you got, or find out someone that just went on the IR, you know, see if you mm-hmm. could have got something for a Boston Scott or, you know, or whatever before Sanders comes back. And that's a transition folks, because even though you mentioned them earlier, Mike, I, I am targeting Miles Sanders um, for the schedule Sean talked about. And I feel like they are seeing how they are as a running team. I mean, there's no reason why they should be running as much as they are with Miles <laughs> Sanders gone. I mean, <laughs> but they, they've kind of, uh, you know, they've used Howard and, and, and Boston Scott, as mentioned, to put multiple touchdowns together each game since Sanders has been out. And I don't think either of those guys are as talented or have the same power as Sanders when they get back, but maybe. And Sanders was performing well. He was just only getting like That's six it. six attempts a game mm-hmm. and i think when they realized they couldn't do that with hurts and, and i feel they've switched the philosophy a little bit and i feel that he'll get enough work and all the owners are pissed at him that have him. you know you picked him up late mike but anybody that drafted him, they're just over it <laughs> and now they're seeing this this you know cluster in the backfield and think that he probably won't get the work when he gets back anyway but i mean they keep bringing howard up enough off the off the practice squad that I don't feel they see him as a long-term solution. They got to see what they have in Sanders. And I think he'll, he'll take back his role when he's back. So I'm, I'm targeting him for, and not giving up much for it. I will say that 
you just made the most sense out of Philadelphia's offense that anybody's ever <laughs> philosophized. <laughs> like their offense makes no sense. And like now it's starting to have some kind of mm-hmm. rhythm to it. So man, that's a good way to describe it. Cause it looked like helter skelter, like oh. leading up into the last two games. It made no sense. You know, and then yeah, they they trade one of their tight ends, and and they and they focus more on the run, and I think they're trying to build an identity now. And again, going in with these draft picks next season, you got to figure out what you have at all these positions to see what you need to pick up. Because yeah, Sean, it's a weak QB class, but mm-hmm. if you but can pick feature. up, yeah, if you can pick up the 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 best wide receiver and and two uh, two defensive pieces. The East is always going to be the East, and it's winnable every year right, right now. So, if you can figure out what what you have and, and can plug and play, and and where you can upgrade, they could be right back in it. So, I think that's that's kind of what they're doing. Yeah, I don't even know who would be your 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 QB one right now in the draft, and that's so weird to say <laughs> in November. Right, it is very and it, true, it, and it changes. Like his- is Justin Herbert the man? Because he's been like the most consistent, but then he had like two bad games. He can't say Mahomes anymore. He can't say, well, you can say Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is the closest. I guess he would be the favorite. Well, and, before, like, you don't yeah. feel confident about that. Yeah. Do you know? All right. Maybe you guys have looked at the list lately, but. It's a nice lead in here. I was going to talk about, uh, I think we'll get back to OBJ because I think we definitely need to hit on that <laughs> as, as an addition or subtraction. But um, since you were mentioning like leaders, I'm going to have you guys, well, do you guys know who's number one in each position in PPR? Between yeah. wide receiver, I know, I know wide receiver. I know wide receiver. I think I know running back just based on watching things. QB, I have no idea. Well, actually, the the still the leader in running back isn't even playing, which is right. Derrick Henry. So so mind boggling, but um, so we'll skip the guessing then. The the uh, that's all right because I wanted you guys to make some predictions. Number so one, Coop, wide, Cooper Cup's got to be the number one wide receiver by a mile, right? Yeah. Yep. And Derrick Henry, number one for running back, and then quarterback. Uh, I know Brady's been hot late. Uh, Lamar's not been great. Mahomes hasn't been great. Man, uh, Kyler's been out. Final answer. <laughs> um, I'll take Aaron Rodgers. No, it's definitely not <laughs> Rodgers. Um, <laughs> let me think. Um, give me a second. I know. Hertz is Hertz is middle of the like he's like seven it, or eight, six or seven I mean, or eight. Is it so it's gotta be. Is it Jackson? Is it Lamar? It's not Jackson. He's number two. Okay. Is Stafford? Stafford? Is it Stafford? He's number four. Oh. I felt good about my guess there. Oh, yeah. He's uh, been, he's Brady. Been, yeah. Is it Brady? Brady. It's, it's still Brady? Oh man. It's the goat. Oh man, we made that harder he's than he's been killing it. He's been yeah. absolutely killing it. Like the it's last not month. by it's it's by a few points. It's by like three points. But I mean, um, so now a couple of those were pretty obvious, especially Cup. Man, if you if you scored Cup later in your in your league, you're 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 winning big because he's that's the MVP of the league right now. 
he is uh, 50 points higher than the next highest receiver, and that's Hill, who is basically living off of two games. Mm. So, I mean, <laughs> that goes to show, like, nice. how far and wide that is. And let's use that as a building block. So I'm going to have you guys make a prediction right now. Who's going to finish number one in each of those positions? And like not not from here on out, who's number one for the rest of the season? Who's going to finish number one? Just at the end of the year. If you think Cup's going to keep up this pace and no one will catch him, this one should be easy. Obviously, with Derrick Henry out, there's going to be a new top running back by the end of the season. And, again, the, the top mm, – Five quarterbacks are separated by six points. So when it's all said and done, you can even use, you know, them as your as your baseline. I'm not saying who's going to be number one from here on out. Who's just are they all going to stay up top or who's going to finish number one overall? So uh, wide receiver, I think that's that's done and dusted. I don't, you said yeah. cups up 50 points. That, yeah. that doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. Yeah, uh, unless unless. Tyreek has four more of those crazy games. It's over. No one's catching uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, running back, I think Jonathan Taylor is probably going to be your number one back at the end of the year. Uh, he's been yeah. hot. He's been real yeah. hot of late. Uh, catching balls, too, which I wasn't really thinking he was going to do to start the season. <laughs> True. Uh, but yeah, he's been, he's been just racking up points. I've got him in, like I said, my dynasty league where the guy offered me peanuts. Uh, I think he might end up being your number one running back. And, and I'm going to plant my flag on Kyler being number one running back, number one quarterback, even with uh, missing a week and getting injured a week. I'm going to say okay. Kyler is going to be your number one quarterback at the end of the year. Okay. He's currently sitting at number eight. He's uh planting my flag. Okay. If we do we want to do um points per game or total points? Do total points. Okay. Because you know, since Kyler just missed a game, he's down already 22. So I still think a... even total points, it's gonna nice. be Kyler. I love that pick. All right, Mike, how about you? Uh, I'll start with quarterback. I think Lamar Jackson is gonna overtake the GOAT. Uh, they just added that Bateman and their offense. Yeah. It Their offense is not pretty either, but they're going to run, run, take a couple shots, and Marquise Brown might break one. Andrews might break one. Bateman might break one. I think it's an exciting offense, and you got the Lamar Jackson looking like Michael Vick before he <laughs> passed. True. So if Lamar Jackson can ever turn into a passer, I think it'd be awesome. And He's got records now for passing, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, wide receiver, I'm going to go with uh, the first white dude to win it since, like, Steve Largent. I'm going to go with Cooper Hey, Cup. hey, don't forget our boy Jordy there at a couple years, man. He was the wide receiver one. He was? Jordy finished one season as the wide receiver one. Oh, really? So I was going off yards. I was going off yards. So oh, I'm, oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was out going of fantasy. Off of fantasy I was going off yard. Okay, yeah. fantasy points. I'm going to go. Steve Larkin was, was the last one. We can look that up later. <laughs> but I guarantee I think, it. again, after, Jordy might have been our closest, but I don't think he fully got there. But, <laughs> but after Steve Largen, I think you have to go back to the 60s. So, um, <laughs> my they number finished one, with 468 yards and led the league. <laughs> my number one 
running back. I agree totally. I'm in Indy right now. Went to a couple of games. <laughs> got to see my man Jonathan Taylor. Dude, he's a third line. Like the holes just open up, and this dude runs so pretty. So like it's it's awesome mm-hmm. to watch it, man. He's good hitting like their offensive line, their coaching. They know what they're doing. So like they'll break you down with the pass, and then they'll go to the run. They play off analytics. There's no way he doesn't he doesn't get it. So um, what was the other one? Wide receiver, I think. You, Wide receiver, you Cooper, I hit Cup, Cooper Cup, and you JT quarterback Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, tight end. You got him. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even go there. Um, although I, you know, I have to rethink my number one overall pick from last show as far as Travis, you know, the Chiefs, man, what, what, what are you guys doing? You can't I, beat the cover two. You can't beat the mystery. cover two. You can't beat the cover two. So All weird. Right. <laughs> That's why OBJ is going to end up out in uh, Tampa. No, he's not. <laughs> Bruce Arians does not want that mess. <laughs> he said he didn't want AB. And look who's out there. But AB's <laughs> on the shelf right now, so it'd be a good time to bring him in. Sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> That's okay. I, I would still would like to buy low on AB. Um, I have faith. <laughs> I might just do it just so I have him on my bench when I win a championship because I like to have a good luck charm every year. Um, and he's just he's just crazy enough to do it. Um, yeah, I think it's tough. I think the only, I mean, I don't think Cup can keep up this pace for the whole season. He's on like a 2,000-yard pace right now. Right, yeah. But I think, yeah, again, going with, with the lead that he has, it's really tough for anybody mm-hmm. to to take him over. I mean, we mentioned Pittman getting hot. But from what happened early in the season, Adams missed – a game and, and his quarterback missed a game. He's always a potential to, to go crazy. Um, but yeah, the only one even, even close would, I think would be Jamar just because of what he already has in the arsenal mm-hmm. and, and what he's averaging, but he, he won't catch him. Okay. Running backs is a little bit more difficult in my opinion. I think Taylor's the one. And I think the only one that has a chance would be Najee and, um, I just think there's about that crazy volume. Yeah. 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 And the fact that, that Ben can't throw. So again, these are, <laughs> these are like PPR. I mean, yep. he didn't have a great game against the bears, but you could see <laughs> that he's involved in so many pass plays because he has to be. And that's why fire me is such a great pickup too, because he has to be. Um, that's why people are dropping <laughs> chase Claypool. Uh, so I think as far as workload, um, and you know, there have been some, you know, that line is, is dope and indie, but it has had some trouble staying healthy. So, I mean, there's so anything can happen, but you never want to bet mm-hmm. on injury. So I think Taylor edges out, but I think Najee finishes a close second. Um, quarterback though, I am going a different route from both of you. And I think Josh Allen's going to regain form. And come through as that's a good pick too. When it's all said and done, um, he doesn't have he had a couple down games, and so he doesn't have as many total points. He's only six off the lead, but hmm. yeah, he's at 200.34 and Brady's at 206.90. But average per game, Brady's at 25.86 and Josh Allen's at 25 flat. So as far as still having those down games overall per game, 
Um, I feel Allen has the has the highest upside, especially because you add in the rushing ability. Yeah, he's a guy that can get your rush touchdowns. Right. So I mean, Brady is is throwing otherworldly, but you'll get that one, maybe two sneak touchdowns a year, and maybe ten total yards rushing. So he's going to have to keep up this ridiculous touchdown pace, I think, to hold mm-hmm. on to number one. So that's where I'm going there, man. So, Mike, I checked your math. Yeah. Uh, Steve Largent was the last white wide receiver to lead the league <laughs> in receiving yards. Definitely. 1985, he had uh, <laughs> 1,287 yards. That's a great year for 85. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's- uh, some some other fun names. I just I I like the the trivia of this thing. You know I'm a trivia dude. Did you Google um, white wide receivers? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, then I would have been get like Johnny Morris and shit like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that. Um, did you know? We're gonna play a little. Did you know? <laughs> there was an Arizona Cardinal in 2001 that led the league with nearly 1600 yards receiving. And it's not Larry Fitzgerald. It's not no. Larry's not that old. Twenty oh one. Shit. Was that Anquan Bolden's year? No. Oh. Ooh, I remember him. He had that that big year. He Um, was catching passes from Jake Plummer. Wow. And he led the league. Rod Smith. Uh, Andre Roberson. It's not uh, not Rod <laughs> Tidwell either. No, 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 no. Um, no, I can't. Sterling Sharp. No, he was uh, an Ohio Sharp. State. Buckeye. He led the league one year. Joey Galloway. No. <laughs> Why am David I missing this? Boston. Boston. Oh wow! Another yeah. big dude. Twenty-three-year-old David David Boston led the league in receiving one year. Yeah, he biceps was... like the size of footballs. Yeah. yeah. He was another guy that everybody bought in on and then drafted way high the next year. Spoiler <laughs> he's just, alert. He was like a defensive end. <laughs> yeah, he did not, <laughs> he did not replicate. He was just too strong. And I was like, I was looking through this and I was like, oh, it's a lot of names you would you would expect. And then I, I right. scrolled down and it was, oh, Musin Muhammad had a year he led the league. David Yeah, Boston. we signed David him Boston. after that year. Yeah. <laughs> the the most shocking recent one, I would say, is 2016. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, previously mentioned T.Y. Hilton. Led the oh, league. sure. Yeah, he's awesome. Other than yeah. that, it's people that you would expect, except for our guy, uh, 2010, not on San Francisco, not on New England, but on Denver. Oh, yeah, Brandon Lloyd. Brandon Lloyd. Oh, led the yeah. league, catching passes from Kyle Orton and Tim Tebow. <laughs> exactly. In 2010. <laughs> Defied all the odds. Well, he was like the only wide receiver on the whole team. (laughs) There was they didn't throw to anybody else. It was like Houston with Deshaun Watson and Nuke. And he didn't he didn't break his femur falling off a curb that year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Quote unquote. So Mm -hmm. we've been uh (laughs) we've been uh kind of given secondary comment and speaking before the podcast about OBJ. Um Everybody's wondering what to do with him. Uh, he was just rage dropped in a lot of leagues that, that I saw. Yep. And it was just, you know, don't do that. Because I feel it was a Browns problem more than 
than an OBJ problem. I think he's I a he's a, a bad marriage. It was, it was a I real bad marriage. I didn't feel like it was a rage drop when I dropped him. Like I just <laughs> felt like he was done. <laughs> so like I wasn't mad at him. Like <laughs> we're at the halfway point in the season, and your biggest game was thirty yards. So like there's a lot of dudes on this waiver wire I keep passing up to hold your wires, your, your spot, especially so. wide receiver. Yeah. So that's why I dropped him. And then after I dropped him and they said he could become a free agent, I was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, Khalif Raymond was sitting right there. You have to pick him up. Amon Ross, A. Brown. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so it's it's, he's still in the fold. You know, according to him, he's weighing it over some of the best teams in the league. But I honestly feel like it was more of a Baker thing and a Cleveland thing. I think if he gets with the right quarterback in the right system, I think he's he's far from washed, and I think he could really come mm-hmm. through for some wide receiver two numbers. So um, let's do another prediction. Where does he end up? What do you guys think? Go ahead, Mike. I'll give him – out of the three teams that they said that he was interested no, in. No, you I'll can pick them. any team you want, man. Well, I would Bears. say, <laughs> like, I would say, like in the dream world, he would end up in Tampa and he would he would do his thing with Tom Brady and get a championship. That's like the Disney, <laughs> the Disney ending. But I think like Green Bay would be like the best situation for him. Him and Devontae Adams and him being yeah. a number two to him with a great quarterback. I mean he said that's what he needed. So yeah, he said no, that yeah. six years ago, and he hasn't been anything for the last six years. And we're mm-hmm. we're talking to him like he's Josh Gordon. And like I hate <laughs> it when people start talking about these dudes that it's almost time for them to be over. Like AJ Green is in a great system right now, but it's almost time for it to be over. Watching Julio play in Tennessee is really sad, man. Like Gosh, right. yeah. I don't like it. And like Willie Mays with Obi- the Mets time right now. OBJ is getting there and like you guys just are gonna have to admit it. Like he might get open every once in a while, but he doesn't ever catch the ball. That's think, that's a problem. I think he's still got some in the tank, man. I think uh I think <laughs> what we have what we have is a Randy Moss in Oakland situation right here. I hope so. That's where I'm at. I think I hope I, so. But I think Randy had, you know, so he was an art guy. I'm not going to say, but he did have issues. He had some like, you know, if he wasn't happy, everybody knew he wasn't happy and he, yeah. you know, he acted out. I kind of feel like this is in the same way. I think, you know, he's, he's kind of a baby uh, speaking of Beckham, but I feel if he has a chance to get a ring, like you mentioned with green Bay, I mean, what they've, they've been bouncing around with Lazard and MVS and, you know, Illinois' own, uh, you know, Geronimo Allison over the past couple of years as their only other possible <laughs> pass catcher. I think they they just got Cobb because Rogers just wanted to screw with the, you know, the owners. Yeah. I'll come back if you bring back Randall Cobb. Um, but <laughs> so I think if he's there, I think, you know, he'll get eight to ten targets a game through, like you said, one of the best quarterbacks. So even if his hands are broken, I think Rodgers can put him in a place that he can get like eight fingers on him. And I think Definitely. he can still be or a wide a receiver too. <laughs> right. Just can't catch it under it, throw it under. His, uh, yeah. Throw it under, throw it under his, his face mask. Yeah, exactly. Like Buster Posey when he threw that baseball to the 
You see the highlight <laughs> of that? That's that's what I think he'll do. He'll just put it gently somewhere where it'll just they can't drop it. Right. I'm I'm not talking, but I'm saying at least like top end wide receiver two production. Again, I'm not saying he's going to be the Giants Beckham again, but I, I hope think, so. I think there's I think there's enough there if that's if that's a match. Do you think that's where he's going, Sean? Do you think Green Bay's the spot? I think that's the smartest spot for him to go. I don't think that's where he goes. Um, I think, I think the market on him is weaker than, than we expect it. And I think the market <laughs> on him is weaker than, uh, th- than he's playing up. I mean, he's like you said, he's, he's like, Oh, I'm only going to go to a champion and I'm only going to, you know, play with the best quarterbacks. I think of the three, uh, that are named, I think the most likely would be the saints. Uh, they need a, a number one receiver with, uh, with Thomas being out and yep. OBJ is, is from new Orleans and went to, to LSU. Right. So oh, he can play nice. the, he can play the coming home card uh, <laughs> and go and, and try to seem like, Oh, I'm actually look at, I'm still a number one. Look how good I am. Uh, next people to give me a contract. Let's do it. I think, I think, I think it's going to be the Saints. Yeah, I mean, Taysom has proven to sh- to you know support a number one wide receiver, mm-hmm. um, and I do think eventually that's going to be his job. They don't pay him the kind of money they're paying him to put Simeon in over him. I just think he's coming off the concussion and they're just easing him back in, but. Um, he can support them, I think, and they 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 have a sneaky good record. I mean, the division's it's tough, a playoff team, but especially it's, in it's, this this crappy NFC, it's definitely a playoff team, right? And their defense is good enough, but uh, he's got to know, yeah, he he he's got all the pressure though too. I like mm-hmm. the coming home angle, but at least you know yeah. the Chiefs was, the other that was good. the other the other um, thing mentioned, you know, with the other teams the chiefs in green bay if you got Devonte adams and tyree kill there then then you really just got to you, you probably got better cut co- you know softer coverage now like you can you can kind of flex a little bit more and you you don't have to be like oh i'm gonna come in here and and lead but that's not a- the guy that he wants to be he wants to be the dude he wants to be the reason that the offense goes he's that kind of they, they, you you saw that nick chubb Thing with him on the sidelines where <laughs> true Odell's like I want to catch a touchdown and Nick Chubb s- says I want to win the game that's that's Odell in a nutshell he wants to catch the touchdown he doesn't give a damn he might say that he wants to go win a championship but he wants to be the dude that's that's on Sunday night football you know making the big play and he's he's a he's a Odell for Odell he doesn't really care about winning the game so I, I think he, he's gonna he's gonna play the angle where he can he can go somewhere where he can be the number one. He's not gonna be the second banana, and I think going home fits him the best. That's why I think he's going to the Saints. Oh, it's man. a great narrative. It's a I great like narrative. It. I like it. Shit, I'm gonna I tell just... that story tomorrow. <laughs> you can use and that. I, you don't have to credit. Appreciate me. it. Appreciate <laughs> it. But the thousands of fans listening to home will know. That's right. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, I just. I agree he wants to be that dude, but I think secretly he knows he can't be that dude. So I think it all depends on how badly he wants to ring. Yeah, I think he really knows that he still can't be that dude. And even though he won't 
he won't show that and and he'll put up the front and you know complain about the passes being erratic and baker mayfield and stuff like that and you know con- confusion they were forcing the ball to him and it just it just wasn't working so i don't think he likes being the number one focal point i, I think if Michael i mean, sorry Irvin, i think he likes it i think he knows he can i think if michael Irvin suited up for dallas today he would still think he's the number one and want to be the number one i think if you're that that wide receiver diva <laughs> that's the wrong example he's probably coked up about <laughs> that I'm just saying, like, if if you have that and, and wide receivers, the some of the best ones are, are just straight divas like that. They think they're the number one, no matter what, no matter where you put them. Uh, yeah, I think Odell's that kind of guy where he thinks he's he's your your one of ones. He's going to be the a, a top five wide receiver in the league again, uh, just because he had a good year four years ago. He's going to he thinks he's that guy still. I don't know that he's, he's going to be willing to take a number two spot. I don't think he really cares about winning a championship right now either. Definitely not. He says so, he does. I don't think he does. I don't think he really does. That's the only way. All it do. takes is one phone call. If Tom Brady wants it, Tom Brady's going to get right. it. <laughs> you can go be the number three or number four receiver in Tampa. I don't think he would ever do that. Yeah, I don't think he, don't think he would ever deign to, to be a guy that gets three targets a game on a championship. <laughs> He would rather be a dude that gets 12 targets on, on a the 500 team. Right, exactly. Yeah. He loved okay. that. I'm surprised he left. He's, he's, oh, wait. he's, he he's, not, he's not that dude that's going to go try to win a championship. Not now. He might, might in five years. When he realizes his career is almost over and he's got a, he wants a ring to have something on his mantle. He might want to be a champion at some point. Not he's now. A, he still thinks he's a number one. He still thinks he's going to get a huge free agent contract this off season. He wants to go somewhere where he can get a lot of targets and catch a lot of balls. And he can eat some, some shrimp etouffee back home. <laughs> Commander's palace. What about new England? Do you think doesn't like new-, <laughs> <laughs> new England makes a lot of sense. They, they need a, a, a number one too. I think uh, Belichick is actually a, a great fit. We we've seen those type of, uh, trouble troubled number one wide receivers go there and perform really well under Belichick. Um, that would make a lot of sense. That would be awesome too. That's kind of like that. that's kind of what I'm predicting. So that, that's where I'm just to be a little contrarian. I don't think the three teams that he's saying that he has to choose from are exactly the three teams that are mm-hmm. really reaching out to him. But uh, I know how Belichick is. And uh, I know he doesn't like seeing what the Bills are doing, and I think he, I think he might make a call to see what, what he can do. Um, that's so a great yeah. fit. That's my prediction. That'd be awesome. I like it. Then maybe Jacoby could get a touchdown. <laughs> right. <laughs> that poor, poor guy. guy. He got a two point conversion. Man, it's not the same. But I bet you he kept that ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it up on his mantle right now. <laughs> right he's like uh three more and i got this is motivation <laughs> <laughs> next time next right. time jacoby next time you got this so uh any uh joshua miles gaskin baskin uh commentary for me this week sean <laughs> what what now 
<laughs> Nothing to say about Miles Gaskin. Um, I did send you uh, yeah, a little, little I, smack talk on Miles Gaskin. I couldn't uh, hear the, the audio. But you I, don't need the, the audio. You just need the, the video. video looks self-explanatory. <laughs> it was one of those. It was like the Trent Richardson video uh, of, of why Trent Richardson failed as a running back where he's got that wide open hole and he misses it and goes off to the side. Uh, it was one of those with with Miles Gaskin this past week where he just has a wide open hole directly in front of him and he kind of stutter steps into it and then falls into a guy. And I'm like, that's why. <laughs> that's why he's not a number one he's he's i think he's a he's a perfectly cromulent number two running back good Cromulent. change of pace guy good good receiver of the ball uh in it on a, on a decent team but man if you put him as as your you think he's going to win a league for you as your number one mm, no he's he's my rb2 i stand i still stand he's a he's a rb18 <laughs> overall in 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 uh point PPR. That's better than I expected. And, I, I would have uh, thought he would have around 25 or 30. So hearing 18, that's that's a lot better than I thought. Right. Like I said, I went wide receiver heavy and he was being drafted around the uh Miles Sanders and the and the Mike Davis you know range. So mm-hmm. I feel I still feel I feel that's that poison range that that round four, round five running back you think that's that's gonna get a lot based on volume. Exactly. And when you go heavy wide receiver like I did, um, that's kind of where you're picking your RB2, sometimes mm-hmm. even your RB1. Unfortunately, I picked too much uh, Ilaire as my RB1 or Mostert. Oof, yeah. And uh, that, yeah, that, that's how my records are reflecting. The only two leagues that I'm doing well, and this will, you know, coast us into our, our draft speak, but I picked. Uh, I didn't go wide. Ro- I didn't go back to back wide receiver. I went um, one of each, and I picked Najee Harris in both of those. Uh, Very in nice. The early in the early second round. <clears throat> so there's something to be said there, because you know people talk about the hero RB, the zero RB, et cetera, et cetera. As I was going back through ADP these past couple weeks, and you know seeing, you know the people that tripped into Debo at pick 84 Pittman at 102 <laughs> or chase it at 73 or even cup at 44. Why don't, and maybe you guys do. Why do we still snake draft? Hate it. Like I just don't, it, the more I get into it, I used to feel like, Oh, a strategy. <clears throat> it's all my late round gems that only i know you know that i'm gonna pick up that are gonna work out the trey sermons of the you know they mm-hmm. go real well and you can still make those mistakes in in auction leagues but you have an equal shot at everybody you know i could have been equally as as pissed off at cmc this year or you know but every one of my picks was after pick 10 i actually had one pick higher than pick 10 and that's when i took uh kelsey but the top five, I'd never had a chance at Henry, Kamara, mm-hmm. none, none of them. It was never going to happen for me unless I went for a trade. And I just feel – and some of those have paid off and some of them haven't. I mean, I think Dalvin Cook has two touchdowns. We talked about CMC's departure for a little bit. So there's still the same risk, but I don't see why we do anything other than auction. I think it's the, the best way to go. I think – we stick with we stick with the snake draft because it's comfortable and familiar, and I think it 
is just the worst thing that you can do. Uh, auctions are superior in every possible way. You get to, to construct your team how you want to construct your team, not based on who's left. Um, you know, if you get stuck in pick 12, uh, yeah, like you said, you're not, you can, you can kiss all those top running backs right. by and all right, well, I guess I'm building on whatever running back I think is going to actually pop from this group of bad running backs versus, uh, I, I love an auction. I would take an auction 10 times out of 10 for any league that I'm in, uh, but people don't want to do it because it's work. Uh, it's a lot more work than a snake draft. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot longer, too. It's a lot longer, um, but it's a lot more fun, especially if you're getting together and, and doing yes. it in person. It's so much more fun. Because you can you can give the guy the finger across the room who, who keeps raising you by a dollar. Who's, <laughs> you're like, man, you don't even want this guy. You're just you're just being the guy that runs up the price. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I love an auction. Uh, I'd much rather build my team that way because you can get your your budget superstars, your two dollar guys that are going to win you win you your league. The five dollar wide receiver three that ends up being your wide receiver one. There's so many great values in a in an auction draft uh, that you just you can get some of that in a snake draft, but it's not quite the same. Yeah, I mean, aside from the fact that someone could have auto drafted. And mm-hmm. ended up with 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 Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris, given where they they fell in their ADP, and then backstepped into a Debo Samuel because the people were passing on him because everybody thought Ayuk was going to be the one, and now that person is leading your league, and you're like you didn't even come to the draft. So I do have <laughs> here's there's a guy who's in one of my leagues. Uh, He's a great guy, but he brings a draft magazine. He picks up a draft magazine the day of the draft. I love those guys. That's his only prep for the draft. He's currently leading my league uh, with a (laughs) seven and two record. Uh, He's got Derek Carr. He's got Tyreek Hill, Mark Andrews, Leonard Fournette, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, uh, so it's not like he has this great team, but he's just destroying but he, everybody. Destruct gold on a few of those hits. So, yeah, like who knew Fournette? Fournette's been sneaky good. And of course, Chase is, is kind of one of those, you know, uh, free pass cards. This is a uh, guy who drafted Calvin Johnson the year after he retired. Uh, he was sitting nice. there in, in round four Crap. and said, why has no one taken Calvin Johnson yet? I'm going to take <laughs> oh. Calvin Johnson. Okay. Uh, and, and we said uh, he retired. And so we, <laughs> we, we let him, we, we let him choose over again because we, we, we love the guy, but that's, that's the level of person that excels in a snake draft. Why do they leave those players in though? Like Todd Gurley was in it this year. Just as a free agent. Yeah. yeah. Todd Gurley. And I was like, you know, he doesn't play or Cam Akers was getting drafted. Right after his injury, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Why are they even in?" Yeah, I don't know. Maybe for keeper purposes. That's the only thing I can think of. But yeah. I think if unless you unless you select a dynasty or keeper, they should be automatically weeded out. 
or maybe someone at the who hosts the webpage doesn't want to add him back in in case you know the <laughs> the Jordan Howard situations keep mm-hmm. arising, or you know, uh, you knew Bell was going to be back. I'm not deleting Devonte Freeman. You know he'll be back. You know, like I'm sure Duke Johnson's sitting there in the cut. Oh yeah, waiting. he's coming. <laughs> I just saw gonna... somebody just got Brian Hill just got signed to somebody's practice team. Really? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Today. What's, what has Duke Johnson done that he's not on a team somewhere? I don't know. Like, he's not old enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He needs to be away from the game for two years. First. I think we talked about him in our last show. Is like, that's a guy, that's a sneaky guy to add. And, yeah, he's still sitting there. <laughs> so that's it, man. I mean, that's it. We, that's what we're saying. Why, why do we keep playing fantasy football? Because we keep doing it and we love it and it's – but then there's always that aspect of it as well. You, your magazine man, mm-hmm. your auto drafter, something's going to always get you. Um, I mentioned 12 team leagues. You got an 8.3% chance of, of winning your league every year. I know people mm-hmm. that have never won one. And maybe that's it. Maybe it's the thrill of the hunt or, or the chase or the competitiveness. You know, I, I can't play pickup basketball anymore. So, I'm going to talk shit on my fantasy football league, but it's, it's always the question out there, man. <laughs> but, yeah, before, man. but before we go, I got my ugly situation of the night. We've already spoken of uh, Detroit wide receivers last one. <laughs> oh, so man. Now, now I'm coming at you with an even sexier uh, option here. Which Texans running back are you oh. taking for the rest of the season? You get oh, one. Um, one is automatically gifted onto your team, and you must choose one. Which Texans running back do you choose? Michael Butler. Oh, man. That's awful. Um, this could make or break somebody's season this year. I want any <laughs> listener any listener that gets a Ron Dane performance out of one of these guys just out of nowhere. Hit me so up. I, don't, I don't have their ages in front of me, but <laughs> uh, I think David Johnson would almost qualify i think he's like 29 uh um, right around there but if he's over 30 he's definitely the one to have. <laughs> um because tyrod i mean like he checks down a lot he's a safe Let's quarterback and about tyrod. <laughs> <laughs> he, his interception was awesome the one where he just <laughs> flicked it down the line to the other dude like before he went out of bounds and, and then the other dude was, was like oh shit he just threw me the ball uh thank you all right all right david johnson who are you taking john man uh can i pass you can pass to rex burkhead yeah i'm not loving rex rex burkhead or philip Lindsay or david johnson uh uh is arian foster still still playing can he can he grab some yards for me He's, uh, he's like a CMC. cool dude. He's only good for like three games, and then he's out too. I, I guess uh, he's a fellow podcaster, man. Uh, Arian Foster, if you look him up sometime, he's he's a really cool dude, dude. He's a good listen. But yeah, I think he would still be in contention to start. I guess Definitely. I guess David Johnson. David Johnson was my dude uh, coming out of Northern Iowa <laughs> uh, in the Senior Bowl practices um, ten years ago or whatever that was, Michael. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, I, I don't like Burkhead. 
even though he he popped. Uh, I think Philip Lindsay's a worse version of David Johnson. So David Johnson, I guess. <laughs> I'm taking Philip Lindsay to 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 go uh, off the path a little bit just because of age and durability. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't. That's it. I just think he's going to end up winning out just by. You're the one left. Let's go. So I <laughs> yep. think it's somewhere through the rest of this season. He will pay off at least one or two games and you won't have started him. You will have carried him. I have him on two teams, actually. Deep bench. He's not old enough. You don't Deep want to him because he's not old enough. Exactly. Um, yeah, you mentioned that. That's another frustrating part is you mentioned David Johnson. That was somebody I did carry for a really long time because I mm-hmm. knew he was going to ball out. He ran back that that touchdown, uh, another kickoff return guy, and then I needed space, and I cut him like a week before <laughs> he went off and just carried everybody to championships. So that's why I still have Javante Williams on my bench on all my teams right now. I mean, it's never going to happen again, man. And on that note, thank you, Javante Williams. Thank you, Mike Butler. Thank you, Sean Moore. Why are we still playing fantasy football? Man.